You're listening to Being Better with Jennifer Powers. You're good. Let Jennifer help you be better. Well, hello, hello. Welcome back. We're back. We're back. Mm-hmm. Where do we go? Where did we go? That's a good question. Um, we have been, we actually have been gone. Yeah, we went away to get to get away from the smoke. Yeah, if you didn't know this, uh, maybe you haven't been watching the news or you have your head in the sand like I have. So that's not a criticism. It sounded like a criticism. <laughs> it's not. I've had my head in the sand about, and I said before, I haven't been listening to any of the news. So. Right. But if you have, there was fires in like in the west. We're in Portland, Oregon. Yep. It was so smoky here. So smoky. That it was like I I thought it was like a London fog, wasn't it? It was like London fog on fire. <laughs> it was like they set the fog afire. And then that's what we were experiencing. Like if you went out into anywhere in Portland, you came back in and you smelled like you were just at a bonfire. Yeah, no, that's true. It was really weird. And um, it would have been a great time to, to like film like a, a vampire movie. You know, yeah. and they always would overdo it on the, the, the fog. Yeah. Vampire, werewolf, either or. It would have done. <laughs> Thanks for working with me I don't there. know why they didn't just do anything like that. Uh, who knows maybe they but here's the thing we jen and i we're such opportunists mm -hmm. like we're like we woke up this was like last sunday or a little over a week yeah. ago and we both like had the same ideas we're like let's leave town yeah yeah and leave town we did literally it took us from the moment we both looked at each other and said let's leave town to the moment we were on the road was yeah. 55 minutes or something. Right, right, right. Yeah, it was pretty remarkable. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing that I didn't, and I didn't ask you about this, Jen, that I find really strange, mm. okay? Mm. We, um, all our friends, we said we're like, we, we and we went to the coast, which is only like an hour and a half away, but it's kind of, you go up the mountain and over, completely clear at the coast. We would tell our friends we were at the coast, and they're like, is it clear at the coast? They didn't even know. We had a friend that went to California to try to escape it. Yeah. We just went to the coast and nobody knew. Yeah, they didn't know. I don't know how they didn't know. How did they not know? Maybe they got fake news. <laughs> oh, don't start saying <laughs> Maybe the news was fake and they, we read the real news that it was clear at the coast. What did? How did you even... How did we figure out that it was... Because people didn't even seem to know that it... How did... It was a deep knowing. It was <laughs> oh, Jesus. Deep inner... Knowing. <laughs> Here we go. You know, we don't pay enough attention to our deep inner knowings. Yeah. Yeah. Deep inner knowings? Are you yeah. trying to say that this was a deep inner knowing? <laughs> I'm trying Taking to... Taking a lot of credit. Suck a point out of it. <laughs> suck some value out of this there really... There are opportunities that we're not paying attention to to know things that, you know, on the surface wouldn't seem like we would be privy to that information, but... If we look and listen at a deeper level, oh, are you egg. being serious right now? Yes, actually, oh, I am. My. I was just thinking about the other day how I woke up and I thought I had arthritis. Yes. Oh, guess what? Oh. A week later with an x-ray, guess who has arthritis? <laughs> <laughs> That's deep knowing, people. I think you're taking things that you figured out after the fact and trying to suggest that you knew them before you had a premonition. <laughs> oh, deep knowing. Guess yeah. what? Uh. Didn't think my father was my father. 
get the DNA test, guess what? Yeah. He ain't my father. What? Uh-huh. You can't just <laughs> passively say that. I just found I just found all both of those things oh, out this week, people. God. Okay. Now yeah. you can't just drop that. Jen Jennifer Powers what like year years ago you said, I suspect that my dad isn't really my dad. Yeah, I suspected that I wasn't German. Like like my dad's dad was, yeah. I suspected that I was like some Middle Eastern something because every time I hear like anything like halal meat, I just want to like drool. <laughs> <laughs> or if I hear like <laughs> music, <laughs> I just really <laughs> vibrate. That wasn't music. Well, okay, got it. And um, so I always wondered about that, and so then I got the DNA test like five, seven years ago. Yeah. Turns out I'm not German. I'm Middle Eastern. So I'm like, ding, ding. And then like three years later, I'm like, I'm having a conversation with our friend Michelle. And, and she's like, well, maybe your dad's not your dad. And I'm like, ding, ding, ding. And so I slyly buy my sister yeah. a DNA test that she doesn't believe in at all. Yeah. And she's like, I don't want to take it. I don't want to take it. I don't care. Blah, blah. And then like a year and a half later, it sat in her closet. Yeah. And I was like, can you please? You bought it for her. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I want to know. She wasn't into can it. Can you please take it yeah. so that I know this? Yeah. And she's like, oh, you should have said something earlier. Okay, yeah. So she takes it and we're both like, whatever we're open to because you guys are sisters you've been we're like they, they never thought you were anything but like exactly. full 100 percent sisters but you but i it. had this inner knowing okay and who was right well tell us what did you find she finally She's got a it half back sibling and, or a first cousin one or the other that's that's kind of big news i yeah, mean that's uh, does that does that change the way you feel about her or no. your family i mean what does that do for you like i haven't it's only been like three days since I've known it, so I, ha I haven't quite decided what to do with it. But mm. I only want to make the big, as big of a deal out of it yeah. as it deserves. Yeah. So I'm trying to be really careful, you know. Like, yeah, it's been interesting to observe you in this moment because I think there's been some like level of I'm right. I was right all yeah. along. So there's some sort of victory in that. I was but right all along. As a, a kid growing up, I felt out of place. I felt like the black sheep. And therefore, I lived my life yeah. more like feeling like a black sheep in all of my social huh. circles. And it it all makes sense now. Yeah, yeah, it all yeah. Things that my mother said to me when I was a kid, it all makes sense. The way my, huh. you know, paternal grandparents treated me it all makes sense yeah, now yeah 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 ah. so vindication well interesting and um how does that like how, when you think about being that black sheep because i've heard you say that before how does that like understanding that like you said you're the black sheep and, yeah like how does that how do you think that affected like who you've become as a per like the type of work that you do or the fact that you're doing uh. this this podcast right now the oh yeah i think everything that happens to us is absolutely in divine and perfect order sure. so i'm not like crucifying or regretting the fact that i've lived my life feeling like a black sheep right actually like to your point i think you're making is it's probably made me who i am yeah you know what i mean yeah like i always say um it's best to stand where everyone else isn't that's actually a marianne rodmacher uh quote yeah. full credit um best place to stand is where everyone else isn't and i i really feel like i've run my business like that lived my life like that had you know just different experiences that support that yeah. and that came from me feeling like i was i was standing where everyone else yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I, mean? I, no, I wasn't belonging where i was right no i i can see how it's paid off but of course this is big news how do you i mean you're not close to your your uh the the guy that supposedly is your no. what well, was your father he's apparently not but he's my dad he's not my father <laughs> 
<laughs> That's what you're supposed to say. I, I think. could see many series. The <laughs> the life of Jennifer Powers. My bio dad, you mean? I don't know uh. about him, but my my dad. Yeah, I don't. I haven't talked to him in years. I mean, how, how does that make? Does that change the way you feel about him? Is he, it was, no, you, you like? I, I, and... I have such utmost respect for him because if he knew, and he just still took care of me the way he took care of me, yeah. I have like tremendous respect. Yo. Yeah. Okay. Well, folks, you are right in the middle of this. So you, this is like breaking news kind of thing, I and mean, you're hearing it almost as we're hearing it. <laughs> yes. So there's. This is pretty interesting. I mean, you love this kind of like reality stuff. So yeah. here you are right in the middle of it. Is it? I know because I watch and listen to podcasts and documentaries of all kinds of people's life stories, yeah. you know, and the tangles and twists. And I was like, oh, my life was so simple. Yeah. It was so straightforward. Well, you got your own No, tangle. it wasn't. Nice. Mama was kicking someone's boots under the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, before we go there, I mean, you kind of look like your your dad. That's interesting. Yeah. And is could those DNA tests ever? I mean, could well, they I'd have be to wrong? get my dad to spit in a tube and, uh, and see. Okay, if, but you know, the so you're not happening. pretty at this point. You're pretty sure, but we don't know, uh, like. Right. If those DNA, t- I mean, I I've not. You know, we watch the like the forensic shows, and mm-hmm. DNA is pretty. I yeah, mean, pretty that, spot on. Pretty spot on. So, okay. So, so we're going forth uh, based on the idea that that's true. Yeah, and let me just tie this in. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's put a bow on this. Oh, good. Here it is. Yeah. My favorite thing to do in life. Yeah. Is to build awareness about myself. Sure. Right. Right. And th- what just occurred to me as we were talking about this is why this is so important to me. Yeah. Not. It's not like it's so important to me. It's not like that. It's yeah. like. It's so important to me and interesting to me yeah. because I love knowing as much as I can about myself sure. so I can explain away any tendencies, yeah, yeah. any patterns, right. any beliefs or stories, yeah. fears. Like, why? how are we not all loving this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I don't understand people like you and people like my sister that are like, I don't care what my DNA is. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't care where I'm from. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, what's wrong did. with you? <laughs> you? You hit me. You nailed me. <laughs> You nailed that. That's exactly. I have no interest in knowing about myself. <laughs> well, and that's kind of what I was alluding to. I mean, like, this is right up your alley. I mean, this is the work that you do. I mean, if you think about, yeah. you're a coach and, and, like, you have coaching in your books, but you are also, it's also about personal development. It's about self reflection. It's about emotional intelligence. I mean, things like that yeah. that is really important to you. It makes it's it's no surprise that you would be interested in. That's right. People, the human condition. I mean, your master's is in sociology, That's right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. So you're interested in that kind of thing. I did sociology because they wouldn't accept me in the psychology program. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't schmooze myself into the psychology. Sociology, uh, a little lower. Uh, um, that's where they take the scraps, the yeah. scraps, and turn it into like in. sausage. Mm-hmm. Well, good stuff. Yeah. All right, excellent. Hey, um, being better with Jennifer Powers, still the number one podcast among cheese eating field mice. <laughs> <laughs> is that a is that a cheese eating field yeah. mice? That's They're cute. So cute. They're yeah. such fans. They're adorable, and how would they not be fans? Right. Right. I like cheese. When I'm not in the field and I'm not eating cheese, I'm listening to Jennifer Powers' show. Mm-hmm. Is what we hear from. Mm. You're such a city slicker. You've never been in a field. I am a proud city slicker. You thought you were like putting me down with that little coy (laughs) statement, but I love being a city slicker. I have pride in being a city slicker, (laughs) don't I? Yeah. 
<laughs> I do indeed. I do indeed. There's nothing outdoorsy about you or me, actually. No, I I love I love as we said before. I love the great indoors. Yeah, uh, it's got everything I need inside. I do like going for walks, but you know, I'd ra- I'd much rather walk on a paved mm. sidewalk, boardwalk neighborhood mm. than walking out in like a forest. Wow. Any day, yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, I'm not even an outdoors person and that like blinds me. I don't even understand (laughs) that because there's so much benefit to walking in the forest in nature. Not to me. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're just lazy. (laughs) (laughs) That it's too far to get to. (laughs) Bingo. It's funny, you know, when you are so like, I, I am the type of person where I'm just unapologetically me, you know? Yeah. Is that sometimes it does feel a little lazy, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, for example, like, I don't like cleaning my house. So I have somebody no. come clean it. And right. I, feel, I was like, oh, that sounds a little lazy. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, I'm not like lazy in my So work what if you're lazy? Or, yeah. So what if you're lazy I just in certain don't, areas? I, I just don't do stuff I don't like to do. Yeah. Which is, yeah, yeah. I guess I, I'm a little bit lucky in that way. Well, how many of us do things that we don't want to do that in in all honesty, yeah. we don't have to do them. Right, right, That's right. That's probably a bit of an epidemic. Well, who's making us do it? Is it, is it a spouse? Is it ourselves? ourselves? Is it, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. no one can make us do anything unless they're, you know, they have us in shackles or, yeah. you know, a gun to our head. So we make ourselves do it in, in an attempt to please sure. or to not displease yeah. you know, other people. Yeah. But I would be willing to bet that everyone listening, all three of you, um, <laughs> Have um, have the opportunity to eliminate at least one thing you don't want to do. One thing, and okay. challenge yourself. And why would you? Why tell us why we would even do that? Because like the old school thinking is no pain, no gain. We do, you know, you 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 do it anyway. You stick with the crummy job that you hate because you're providing. I don't know. You know what I mean? I mean yeah. that's an old school thinking and. You're talking about something completely opposite to that. Yeah, I think that we have been programmed to do those things and that that old school thinking is programming Yeah, because, I don't know, we're meant to serve or we're meant to please others. And that's not everyone. Yeah, But now I think is a good time, at least at my age. Sure. I'm ready to do that. Yeah. And whoever is listening may be ready yeah. at whatever age to say, you know what, to, re- to just to question whether or not that is serving you. Sure. Like, is it serving you to continue to do things that you don't want? Go to a job that you don't like. Stay in a relationship that you can't stand. Be friends with someone who hurts you or bothers you. Right, you know what I mean? Right, right. Um, is that do an exercise program that's causing you pain? Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. Eating stuff that causes you, causes you inflammation. Like, do you have to be eating? Do you have to be working out like this? Are there alternatives sure. that could make you feel better, yeah, be better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, are there relationships you could have that would be better than... Yeah. See what I'm doing there? Yeah. Oh, you're branding. Yeah. Being better. Yeah, Being that's better. Right. Being mm-hmm, better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We should whisper it, though, so it's more subliminal. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's really, it's an interesting concept because we teach our kids, oh, you got to persevere and that kind yeah. of thing. And I think there might be something to that. I mean, you got to try some stuff and stick with it maybe just to, to see if you get over the discomfort. For example, like, I, just for a really off example, like I can remember walking into the gym that I was going to for years. The first few times it was uncomfortable. It was new. I didn't mm. know it. So I, I could have easily not gone. Mm. But I had to get 
through a little of the initial discomfort. So there's that. There's sticking with something mm. and, and getting through the discomfort to see if you like it. But then there's, I think, what we're talking or what you're talking about, which is staying in uh, something that doesn't doesn't mesh with you yeah. because you think you're supposed to and you don't see any alternative or choice. Right. 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 Yes, I, I agree. I think there is um, some value in looking and assessing, taking a minute. I feel like we might have spoken about this before. Sure. I mean, it's a theme for us. I yeah. Think. yeah. It's like it's the whole choice thing, yeah. right? You get to choose. Yes, yes, yes. You choose whether or not this is serving you. Yeah. You choose whether or not you're going to do something about it if it's not. And if you choose not to do something, about it well then guess what that's your choice too to have whatever experience there is yeah i think i think and you talk a lot about choice it really resonates because i don't think people feel like they even have a choice right 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 right. and we do you have a choice to not clean your house to work a little harder or spend less on lattes in a month so that someone can clean your house right right. you have a choice of whether or not you want to you know continue to um, be married to the most amazing woman in the world. You have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> you have a choice, right? Yeah, like yeah. This is, you don't have a choice whether or not you're going to have dogs. That's not your choice. No, because they have to be here among us. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. Said the two sleeping dogs in, <laughs> that are within like a foot of us. <laughs> Do something else than sleep, you lazy <laughs> dogs. <laughs> They're like, we love you. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. You're the best. Your podcast is awesome. <laughs> Your podcast. Look at George. He's like, were you talking like, about Are you me? Ta- It sounds like that's the dog voice he's doing. <laughs> he's going to pet me. Food, pet, I don't know. Let's get it on. So people, what are you doing that isn't serving you? What do you want to stop doing? Again, I don't think we could bring this up enough. Right. Um, you, there is something right now that you are doing on a regular basis without thinking of it, sort of in a very automatic way that yeah. if you stopped, you could literally be better. Yes. I there. like it. Take it. And I, and I just have one. I mean, it's the point's already been made. But, oh, and I br- I've said it before, but it was so, I think, pivotal in my own life was when I was getting a divorce yeah. with my first wife. And I was at a... Um, therapist to talk about it because I was like struggling and I and I was trying to save the marriage and I said I think like you know she wants me to like be more active like out in the yard and clean you know pulling weeds and uh, all that stuff that was miserable I I said I understand you know marriage is sacrifice and he's like he's like you know what I don't think marriage is sacrifice I don't think you need to be out there doing it that's a memo it, it, most of oh, us think. Oh, I was like, ding, 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 ding. Uh? Not even a compromise? Well, I think he was saying, like, if that's not your thing, find a way to get somebody else to do it. Or, like, that we shouldn't necessarily have expectations on our partners that they're supposed to be doing something that they hate. I mean, what? Why? why How many we- times was that therapist divorced? <laughs> <laughs> He actually practiced therapy <laughs> with his wife. I'm kidding. How do you yeah, like that? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I mean, uh, and, you know, and I brought that into our relationship. And, you know, me, I I understood that when we got together that I needed to, like, yeah, protect those things. I think it's brilliant. It's brilliant, brilliant advice. Easier said, yeah. I think, than done. Yeah. But very, very good uh, food for thought as we continue to flourish in our relationships. All right, folks, um, good enough. Um, You don't want to miss next 
uh, episode because it's going to be a very special one. Oh, really? And um, we can't wait to see you then. But in the meantime, quit doing stuff that doesn't serve you. And don't forget, you're good. You're real good. Hey, thanks for listening. Head to JenniferPowers.com to find out all the ways that Jennifer Powers can help you and your organization be better. See you next time. Why did you wipe your nose on your mic? A sound <laughs> that effect. That has helped the effect of somehow make it more nasally if your nose was on it.